Welcome to our daily podcast, The News Around Uganda. I am Lydia Lakonyero. In our first story, the Uganda National Examinations Board has granted 45 extra minutes to A-level candidates with special needs during the ongoing examinations which started yesterday. UNEB spokesperson Jennifer Kalule says students with disabilities, those who are pregnant and breastfeeding mothers will be accorded the extra minutes as a compensation for the time which could be lost. She, however, warns students, teachers and invigilators against indulging any form of examination malpractice because they risk imprisonment of five years if convicted. Malpractice. And the act is also very strong upon negligence. All our scouts out there, just in case you are called to be negligent on duty, you too will be found culpable and you'll be and you'll be charged with trying to aid to aid malpractice. So we ask upon we ask everybody to please be responsible. Do your part and make sure that nothing takes place under your under your watch. And in case you get to know of any information that may lead to may lead us to a malpractice suspect suspicion, please use our toll free number 0800-211-077. That's 0800-211-077. Also in the news. The Forum for Democratic Change has dismissed rumors depicting top party officials as secretly supporting Tororo North County MP-elect Geoffrey Ekanya for speakership of parliament instead of Chira Municipality Member of Parliament Ibrahim Semuju Nganda. Although Semuju has been campaigning for over a month now, the rumors have it that the party president Patrick Amuriat Oboi and some party legislators are campaigning, take two, are campaigning for Ekanya. The party deputy spokesperson John Chikonyogo says these rumors are intended at destabilizing their camp because the party is yet to decide on the official flag bearer. That rumor that Honorable Amuriat is supporting Kenya, I think it's absolute nonsense. Yes. I wanted to use a stronger word, but this is the softest I can use. That's nonsense. It's not there. I was even talking to Honorable Amuriat yesterday. He has never said it. He has never even thought about it. Because he's not in the parliament that he knows who is popular there or not who is popular there. Here. So Amuriat cannot do that. I can speak with authority. Neither me, I can't do it. It will be very stupid of us to do it. Because the party has processes. Even if I want something, I have to go to neck first. Meanwhile, Chikonyugo has asked the government to use the Ramadan period to forgive all political prisoners as asked by the fallen Archbishop Dr. Cyprian Chizitolwanga during his last sermon. They say in Latin, the meter nobis, the beta nostra, forgive us our sins, all trespasses, all inequity, all those things are in this, the beta. There's the word secut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, which is translated in as we forgive those who trespass against us, as we forgive those who sin against us. Nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris. That one is very clear. There's no way in the world that you can kneel down and ask for forgiveness from God if you're not ready to forgive all those who wronged you. Also in our national news, the police are holding three people suspected to be behind the robbery at the home of a Chinese national last week in Chambogo. It's alleged that the group of six people, disguised as National Water and Sewerage Corporation staff, entered the residence of the Chinese national where they robbed him of 85 million shillings. The suspects include Judith Mbabazi, Edson Musinguzi and Kamazu Sostin.
Police spokesperson Fred Ananga said the trio were arrested as they planned another robbery in the Democratic Republic of Congo. We believe there are more suspects still on the run. I've told you of the exterior, the, the suspect was wrecking and monitoring the exterior. But most burglaries involve a lot of conspiracies, include, including internal conspiracies. So we are, we are thoroughly uh, interrogating them. But we also like to use this opportunity as the joint security agencies to warn homeowners, house helpers and maids to be on the lookout for imposters who usually disguise themselves as utility workers. Uh, in this era, the public should know that robbers are adopting all forms of creative ways to break into people's homes and steal from them. Meanwhile, the Minister of Internal Affairs has warned travelers against forging COVID-19 negative result certificates. The ministry spokesperson Jacob Siminu said about eight people are arrested daily with forged results. Siminu has appealed to the travelers to avoid presenting fake results, to avoid prosecution and inconveniences while traveling. The numbers of, of cases across the board we have been receiving like four. The number is now getting close to ten and we think this is getting out of hand because whoever we receive gets the inconvenience of making statements. Maybe at the end of the day they stand shooting for you, you have to be presented in court, you miss your journey, all those things. So we think that those intending to travel should be keen enough to know that it is not a secure way of trying to buy a, a test results for COVID-19. You just go and take the test yourself, you get the results, and then you travel. Siminu, however, added that they are still stuck with 1,504 passports of persons who are quarantined after returning from abroad. We still have over 1,000, about 1,500 passports of those who are in quarantine because it was a condition for a passport to be withdrawn from those who are going to quarantine. Some people have left passports with us. And uh, what is interesting is that some of those passports are electronic passports. They still have a long time to be valid. I advise members of the public and specifically those who, whose passports were withdrawn to come for the passports from the Ministry of Internal Affairs because when you lose a passport, you go through a long process. Don't leave them with us. Thank you. Still in the news, the High Court has ordered former Kampala Central Parliamentary candidate Fred Nyanzi to personally serve Mohamed Nseriko his election petition within seven days. This follows an election petition filed by Nyanzi challenging Nseriko's victory. After receiving the application, court directed Nyanzi to serve the applicant with the petition, but Nyanzi informed court that he failed to trace him since he was out of the country. He asked court to allow him serve Nseriko through newspapers or court billboards. Justice Philip Odoki declined to the request on grounds that the information given was not authentic and so ordered Nyanzi to serve Nseriko personally within seven days. Nyanzi was not happy with the ruling and urged Nseriko to respect the law. Our prayers were, were that we serve him using substance service, one, by advertising in the newspapers or in the gazette, which the court has rejected, saying that if he's around, we can personally still serve him. Because we had also applied for, for another prayer whereby we would serve him personally through the extension of time. Now time has been extended, we are going to serve him. In central Uganda... The Kampala City Resident Commissioner Hudu Hussein has vowed to arrest anyone trying to sabotage the Emioga arrangement for their personal benefit. He says they have reports that some officials are conniving with some Sakochia persons approved to receive the money to steal some of it by either giving the Sakos half of the money or even approving ghost Sakos. 
He condemned the act, saying it is not only criminal, but it also undermines the president's objective of introducing the scheme. We are not going to accept these acts of sabotage. As we talk, criminal investigators and intelligence agencies have swung in action. Some of these saboteurs are opposition elements who are going to be identified and we shall flush them out. It is alleged that some have formed ghost circles to be used to swindle the funds and that they are also deducting 10% from the beneficiaries of the program. Hudu has also talked about the delayed elections of leaders in St. Balikundembe market and like other markets around the city, saying it is purely because of security reasons. There are markets we cannot just rush and organize elections, which will just lead to further disorganization. For example, St. Balikundembe, it has a large number of vendors and it is not an ordinary market. Its location in the city center is of security interest because negative political forces can easily take advantage of the vendors to spark off riots and cause insecurity. It is therefore not strategically and tactically feasible to conduct an open campaign election at a time when the opposition leadership is calling for massive riots. In Tungamo, court in the district has adjourned the hearing of a case of attempted murder against State Minister for Labor Mwesigwa Rukutana after key witnesses failed to show up. Prosecution alleges that Rukutana, on the 5th of September 2020, at his home in Ryonza, Rwari sub-county, shot at a vehicle carrying his opponent's agents during the national resistance primary elections. Rukutana, through his lawyer, Owen Mulangira, asked court to not waste his time as the case is a concoction to tarnish his name. We are so shocked when no witness turned up. People are running away from their own case. So we applied to have it dismissed for want of prosecution. And uh, his worship gave them an opportunity, the last adjournment to tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow, nine sharp, we expect all the witnesses to be in court. If not, we shall still apply for the matter to be dismissed. Because we are serious lawyers, we come all our way from Kampala to Ntungamo. We don't come to joke. We come for business. So we are very disappointed in all these witnesses. They've stated in their police statements that they all originate from Ntungamo. They have an address here. But today all their phones were off. But if they don't turn up tomorrow, we shall apply for the same remedy of having the matter dismissed. Because we really think that these are politically instigated allegations which were meant to defeat the Honorable Moise Garukuta. The resident state attorney, Richard Muhereza, asked court to be given two weeks for the witnesses to be ready. But Chief Magistrate Gordon Muhimbise declined to the request, saying the court gave prosecution enough time to have witnesses prepared for the hearing session. He ruled that the witnesses appear today. Still in western Uganda, the Sinjiro District Chairperson Birunji Jeremiah Kamurari has expressed concern over the increasing number of refugees who are destroying the neighboring natural resources. The chairperson notes that refugees are now the biggest threat to the environment in Sinjiro as they look for firewood. Kamurari says environment experts need to cooperate with the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees and sensitize the refugees on dangers of destroying the environment, as well as ensuring they follow Uganda's laws on conserving the environment. As a poor Vicindro, we're in the middle of the environmental crisis that has never happened maybe in this century. We're having a number of refugees who are given food and yet they are not given source of energy to cook that food. So UNHCR has not come out properly to explain why they give out food, not commensurate with the energy that should prepare it. So the refugees have ended up destroying all the environs and encroached all the areas surrounding River Kagera, Lake Rwamurunga and Lake Nakivari. The refugees actually are the most destroyers of environment that we have in Isinjo. Let's see what's happening up north. 
17 of the over 20 people injured in an accident in Oyam have been airlifted by the Uganda People's Defense Forces helicopter to Mulago National Referral Hospital. Four people were killed in the accident. The accident occurred at about 4 p.m. on Sunday at the foot of Jukia Hill, one kilometer from Nebi Town on the Nebi Paida Road. One of the survivors, Francis Ojuk, said the driver lost control of the counter truck they were traveling in before it overturned. Ojuk said the truck was carrying passengers from Oyam who were returning from a marriage ceremony in Paida in Zombo district. He said the brakes failed at the slope of Jukia Hill and the driver was not able to navigate the truck. The Sunday incident adds to the growing list of accidents recorded in the recent past at the same spot. Over 20 people have been killed at the same spot. The Sunday accident has revived calls from the locals to the government to consider tarmacking the road to avoid further loss of lives. In Katakui, residents of Akoboi sub-county have been warned against abusing treated mosquito nets for catching white ants. Charles Alepa, the district councillor of Akoboi, notes with concern that some people have started using mosquito nets for covering anthills so as to collect the white ants. According to Alepa, the mosquito nets should be purely used for preventing the Anopheles mosquitoes from transmitting malaria. We cannot use this net because of this. We cannot use this net because of the babies. Let us see. The government of Uganda has given us nets. I'm advising the community not use this net because of those babies. Because babies is today because the rain has come. Tomorrow the rain will go off. But the malaria will remain on you until the babies cannot even you cannot see. My advice to the community. There is no person who can advise you this apart from me. Because today I moved. When I moved the whole upcut of mine, I saw how the baby started and how people were prepared with the nets to put on that thing. They put on the hot hill. Use the net to protect malaria. In Serere, the district health boss Francis Odeke has warned the locals against using mosquito nets for fishing, saying the district has dispatched a team to arrest whoever is involved in such acts. The Ministry of Health and Serere District Local Government with all the forces available. Once you are arrested with a mosquito net, using it for catching or capturing small fish called Ichobichobia, seven years straight. So be careful and we have people out there who are reporting and giving us the information. And our police officers keep on moving. Every day they pick one or two, three, especially in those landing sites. Some people also use mosquito nets for tendering their seedlings or for tendering their small turkeys, turkeylings. And it is very, very bad. It's very sad if the government uses a lot of money to buy this net and then you use it for such purposes. And with this story, we'll come to the end of the news around Uganda. I'm Lydia Lakonyer. Good day.